Welcome to the Livelihood Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Francois, a business coach, strategist, and project manager. I help people like you to package their unique knowledge and skills to create multiple streams of income and build sustainable online businesses. I've gone from being broke, living paycheck to paycheck, to building a five-figure coaching and consulting company. I did this by overcoming my scarcity thinking and I've mastered the art of my thoughts, habits, and words to create the life I want for myself. I want to help others to tap into their higher self to create a business they love and to reduce dependency on one stream of income. We each have gifts that can be explored and this podcast will help you to get the confidence to maximize your potential, to achieve what you want and take the desired actions to accomplish them. I'll be sharing tips on scarcity mindset, generational poverty patterns, business strategy, online marketing, habit building and content creation. Growth is intentional and does not have to be lonely. And I'm here to help you build generational wealth one step at a time by taking a look at the whole picture. Melanie Christina is a writer, project manager, consultant, and Atlanta native, helping multi-passionate professionals and entrepreneurs navigate their faith elevate their lives, and align their work around what they love. As a multi-hyphenate entrepreneur herself, she loves using her gifts of strategy and storytelling to help others unpack their stories, discover their true purpose, and expand their impact, both within and beyond the corporate America. Her motto is redefine history with your everyday story. Redemption and restoration are her life's calling, and her goal is to equip and support the stock hidden yet ambitious world changes as they execute their personal and professional goals. As she openly navigates her own faith, life, career, and business, she encourages others to release perfection and embrace the beauty in their daily imperfect journeys through her podcast and newsletter, The Rough Draft. Melanie is passionate about faith, intentional living, self-transformation, meaningful work, and building wealth to rebuild our communities. Today's guest is Melanie Williams, and Melanie's going to tell us more about her business. So Melanie, welcome, and tell us about yourself, what you do, and how did you get started? Awesome. Well, thank you, first off, Merlin, for the opportunity. I'm so happy to be here and to speak to your audience, and I hope that, you know, maybe something that I share can be useful. Um, But yeah, my name is Melanie. I go by Mel. Um, I am born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, in the United States. Um, as far as what I do, um, I like to call myself a nine-to-fivepreneur. So during the day, um, I'm a global project manager for a medical equipment and healthcare technology company. Um, so I do that by day. And then aside from that, I am the founder and CEO of Work Redefined Consulting Agency. And it's an agency that helps professionals and entrepreneurs launch and manage their career and business goals. So uh, we do some career coaching for people that want to transition either into a new industry or into entrepreneurship. Um, We do business strategy and project management for those that want to launch their own businesses or for those that want to expand and launch new products, services, and campaigns within their own business. So, um, so yeah, that's mostly what we do. Now, uh, how I got started, um, (laughs) it's a long story, but Essentially, um, I was in, in 
school um, in college to become a doctor. I wanted to become a pediatrician, and then I wanted to be a surgeon. I just knew that I wanted to work in healthcare, and I thought that the do- being a doctor was the only route to go. But I soon realized that I was very squeamish. I did not like the sight of blood. Um, so, and I also partied a little bit too hard in college. So, um, you know, going to medical school was very quickly out of the question. Um, and so, when I graduated. I was working as a front desk receptionist for this small dermatology practice in my college town. Wasn't making a whole lot of money. I didn't have that dream job after college. Um, And so I stayed there for a few months trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then it was time to be an adult. So I ended up moving back home to Atlanta, um, working again as a front desk receptionist. And um, I really did not like the job. um, And I was just dealing with post-grad depression and all kinds of things. So I just was not in a good place. So I was really trying to figure out what is it that I really want to do. Um, And so while I was kind of in that job, I had a really good boss who kind of functioned as a mentor to me. um, And she did a really good job of like trying to help me fine tune my career. So I started to take a career development program, a leadership program within the company that I was working for. Um, And with that, you know, I started to learn about resumes and interviewing and I started to learn about what it means to be a leader um, in corporate America. And so from there, my boss started to promote me a little within our department. And so I became a project coordinator where I started managing different projects. And she introduced me actually to project management as a career. I had no idea that what I was doing was an actual career. And so once I learned more about project management, Um, Fast forward, I ended up going back to school to get my MBA in project management. Um, I started doing like career coaching here and there. Um, I started a blog to to share my journey of like post-grad and life and work and career. And from that, a lot of people started asking me like, oh, can you help me with my resume? Can you help me with this interview? You know, um, and things like that. And so kind of fast forward to today, I kind of fell into it. But 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 yeah, it's kind of fast forward to, you know, now I'm helping people again, you know, transition into the careers that they want to be in and launch the businesses and manage their businesses and, and their projects and things like that. So I kind of fell into it, but not really because I'm a firm believer that, you know, every step um, has a purpose. So so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Melanie, for this. I'm, I love the fact that you explained it in detail because it says the foundation for what we want to speak about today. So just yeah. to give you guys a bit of background, I met Melanie online. I saw her profile and I've been following her now. I don't follow a lot of people or at least pay attention to the details. And I recognize that this girl was a multi-passionate individual and she was posting things that resonated with me so much. I reached out to her and I'm like, hey, I want to know more about your business and perhaps you might be a good fit for my podcast. And in speaking to Melanie, I learned that she was a career coach, which I studied as well before. And she was a side hustler. She um, worked in project management and I myself worked in project management before. I actually have Mm -hmm. my master's in project management. So we connected on so many levels and I wanted to bring on the podcast to share with you guys so you can see that you can be multi-passionate. So Melanie is the multi-passionate entrepreneur. And for those of you who do not know what that means, it basically means you have multiple interests or you can do multiple things and you do them well. And that's okay. So Melanie is going to share with us some more experiences and you can take some tips from it to see how you yourself can explore the entrepreneurship world, even with a nine to five. So having said that, Melanie, I want to ask though, what are some of the misconceptions you found about being a career coach and in terms of coaching persons in the online space and persons who 
for instance, don't want to go into entrepreneurship, but they want to just shift a career? What are some of yeah. the misconceptions you, you found? Yeah, great question. And and to your point, yes, we connect on so many levels. I was like, it's a little scary, but 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 no, you're you're exactly right. You can be multi-passionate, and I'm always preaching that, you know, to my audience and friends and things like that. But um, to answer your question, one of the misconceptions that I think that people have about career coaching is that. Well, one, you know, some people think that you have to be in HR to be a career coach, which is not true. But then I think really the main misconception is that we think that career coaching is limited to helping someone find another job. Right. And the reality is, is that like finding another job isn't that hard. Like you can Google how to write a good resume. You can Google how to prepare for an interview. Right. But the true art of career coaching is being able to help uh, help align others to the right career path, right? Because you're not reaching a destination, you're on a path, right? And you'll have different jobs, different passions, different things along the way. And so a good career coach, you know, takes your story, it takes your life experiences, your past experiences, your work expertise, your gifts, your passions, your dislikes, it, your, um, you know, what you like to do, it takes all of that into consideration and we help you connect the dots to really craft the life that you want to live. You know, a nice paying job is good. That's great. And we'll do that. You know, we, we focus on that, but, but really your career can also include what we were talking about before. You know, it can include work outside of corporate mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be a business. It can be volunteering. You know, it can be just sharing mm-hmm. more about what you do online so that other people can be interested in, you know, the career that, that you build. And maybe they want to, you know, start a career in that, you know, it can be so many things. It's so much more than just job searching. And so, um, yeah, I just like to help people align and live an intentional life and create meaningful work that they'll love. And yes, that includes career transition and getting a getting better pay and, you know, finding the job that you want. But it's so much more than that because you'll never be 100% fulfilled in one job or in one business, right? So it's important to look beyond that. And I think that that's kind of a common misconception that we can have. I like that, Melanie, because... When I started doing career coaching, I did it because I recognized there were people who really needed help in getting a job. But over time, mm-hmm. I, I shifted to business coaching. And while I started business coaching, I also do consulting because yeah. I, I knew that I cannot have that skill and I'm not really sharing it. So I do the project management training. I do my business coaching, which is my main business I promote. But there are clients who I work with. They are side hustlers. And they're actually mm-hmm. trying to switch jobs. So one of my clients I worked with, she was frustrated in her job. So once I helped her to to build her online business, I also helped her to transition to a new career, which paid her double double the salary. So I'm like, I'm not doing career coaching, but you still have clients who, who need that support. So I'm really happy that you said that because, yes, you can have a job, but you can still have a job and a business if that's what you want. What yeah. I don't what I don't support is telling people that a job is just enough. So when people think that they don't have options and they think that they have to leave, sometimes it's difficult to leave. But if they have the support from a career coach, they can get a job that aligns with what they want as individuals and then still have a side business. The issue mm-hmm. I'm seeing is that people are in jobs that they do not like. So if they do not like the job, then they feel like they have to leave. But they can get jobs that they like if they want it, but still have a business. Now, yeah. um, what I want to really ask though, and what I think that is important for people to know, is that when you are 
um, transitioning from one career to the next. Now, that is something that I think a lot of people miss. They think mm-hmm. that they are going to another job would be um, the best option, that things will change. But the same situation <laughs> might exist in the other place. So the issue always exists if you first. You as an individual yeah. have to change your mindset about the job, change your mindset about the environment and your yeah. commitment. Changing job doesn't make your problems go away. The only thing that might change is your salary. The environment might be slightly different, but there will be things that's going to affect you. So it's important that they know that when they are transitioning. Um, yeah. I want us to, 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 be, to be true about these things. I don't let people think that, hey, change your job and your stress will go away. It's not the case. Every single job has its demons. And <laughs> people need yeah. to be open. And sometimes they are the ones who have the toxic traits and they don't realize it. So I love the fact that you do that and you can guide them through that because you work in different areas. Now, one thing I yeah. want to ask is, you do project management training and you do it for corporates and small businesses. Do you think that online entrepreneurs can get that support for project management? And what do you think can help them in terms of project management for online entrepreneurs? Yeah, um, and just to echo everything that you just said, you know, you're so right. Like, if, you, if you're taking your old self into a new situation, it's just going to become that same old situation. So I love, love, love that you said that. Um, I'm so sorry to answer the question about um, about helping online service providers and, and project management. Yeah. So I think a lot of times, you know, I think a lot of times CEOs, sometimes sometimes we don't consider project management. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing because the CEO, you know, they focus on growth. They focus on strategy. They focus on the vision. Right. But but sometimes you need either a system or a person, whether that be someone managing your projects, whether that be someone managing your operations and your projects. It's, it's important to to have structure in place when it when it comes to launches and, you know, trying to launch a business, trying to launch a new service, trying to launch a new product. You know, I, I find a lot of times when working with my online service providers, you know, everything is kind of all over the place and there's no process in place there's no system in place they're doing everything one by one and i think the benefit of having either a project management system or having a project manager is that you have something or someone that takes everything into consideration so for example when it comes to launching a business it's not just you know signing up with the government and having a website and getting on social media, like you can do that, but there's so many steps within that, that people don't take into consideration. They don't think about how one task impacts the other. They don't think about the timing of everything. They don't think about the budget for every detail. And if you spend money here, you can't spend money there. And that's what a project management, either system, process, or person does. They help you break down every big goal or vision or launch or whatever, and they break it down to the smallest step. And they take all of your timelines into consideration, your budget into into consideration, and they create a detailed action plan. And a good project manager will actually help you do the work. So they'll help keep you on task. They may actually help, you know, do some of the tasks that are needed to bring that launcher idea to life. And so I think it's really important that um, that 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 CEOs have some type of project management, you know, process or system in place. So again, nothing is nothing is getting missed, you know, within kind of their grand lofty ideas, which are great, but you have to have structure to make sure that you're not missing anything in between, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You want to work smarter, not harder. That's so, right. Yeah. 
And as you said that, especially the fact that you said that a good project manager ensures that the client does everything that they plan to do. That is important. And when I do my training, I usually do project planning and control because if you do not plan properly, you're going to encounter issues. And many yeah. people, they, they have issues with implementation. So you might have a plan, but how detailed is the plan? You create a plan to do something. They, they, they create a plan, but sometimes you exclude major stakeholders. You exclude resources. You do not consider certain aspects of your business. And sometimes it's not even your fault. Perhaps you do mm-hmm. not know it. And that's why I always yeah. encourage people to get a project manager. Some people know how to to do things well, but planning from every single detail, breaking down the different tasks, sub-activities, timelines, implementation dates, different resources, responsibilities, all these things are super important if you want to launch properly or grow an online business. Because like you said, mm-hmm. the back end is important. Sometimes we ignore these things. What goes into the planning process, for instance, I'm planning to to have interviews for my season two of this podcast. I started planning my interviews since in July, and I knew I was going to return with the podcast in October. We are mm-hmm. recording this in September, but since in July, I reached out to every single person who I wanted on the podcast. I emailed them. I had a list of names, the topics, what I wanted to do. I emailed every single body on the same day to make sure you get it out, and then you follow up. A lot of things come into play, because if I had not done that, then I would be hustling Hustling to get yeah. guests in, in 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 on my podcast, so now I I'm ahead by pre-recording the podcast episodes, have them there already, and I already have two months worth of, of episodes recorded because I planned in advance to reduce the hustle of trying to get persons on interview, and I I don't have to how would I say explain it on the surface, but in the back end because I'm a project manager, I was able to do that. <laughs> Imagine I had yeah. a, a, yeah. a, a podcast episode earlier, and the person's like Melinda, you're like girl, we have 20 minutes, let's do this. I'm like, sometimes it sounds rigid, but sometimes you have to do that. When you have a timeline, you have other competing projects, you have life, anything that happens that comes in your way might affect your plan. So if you're a bit ahead of your plan, then you can relax and not have to rush. And it is much more important to be ahead than be behind. And what I see is lacking a lot in a lot of individuals when we are overwhelmed and we are stressed is because we fail to plan. So if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So you feel overwhelmed that you have too much on your plate because we try to do too many things. And if you are planning, you are in charge. You set your dates. So especially if you are your own CEO on your in your business, you set the dates, you set the demands, you make decisions. So if you do not know how to get, get things in order, hire project manager. Melanie is here. That's what Melanie does. And I'm not, I'm not promoting, but I'm just going to say that sometimes the simple things like these are going to make a big difference in our business. It can take you from A to B by having a proper plan, being on time, yeah. getting things done in the right timing. So it's super important for us to pay attention to the details that will help you to reduce stress, to make better decisions, to make an impact, to be ahead of your competition, and to even help you as an individual learn structure. So yeah. we've, we've spoken about project management because, you know, Melanie is a multi-passionate entrepreneur. So we get to talk about another side of Melanie, which I love as well. Melanie uses her faith and stories to explain how you can be a better person to elevate your life. And as Melanie said before, she has been through a lot. She explained how she got started. So Melanie, can you tell me more about the time when you were trying to figure it out? Because I know you you are successful now you have made a lot of of decisions you have grown what about 
your faith that contributed to where you are right now? What what helped you figure it out? And what would you say to somebody who is who is where you were ten years ago? Mm-hmm. Great question. Um, so <laughs> I think that I think that we have to understand that um, that life is a journey, that purpose is a journey, that your career is a journey. Right? There's never any type of destination, and I think that. If I could tell myself anything 10 years ago, it would be just that to understand that it's a journey and that it's not a specific destination. Um, Now, how my faith plays a role in that, um, my faith is really the foundation of everything. You know, as I mentioned before, after school, you know, my career plans had failed. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't even really know who I was as the person. Um, you know, I was depressed. I, you know, not making the money that I wanted to make. You know, I didn't know what my purpose was. And I think when I started to hone in on my faith, um, you know, I feel like God started to show me different things about my life, you know, and I think sometimes, you know, when you have that relationship with God, whatever that looks like for you, then he'll guide you along the way. And I think it's important to know that every step matters, you know, even though I may not have liked the job that I was in, going back to what we were saying before, I didn't like the job, right? I hated the job, right? But at the same time, I knew that within that job, I was finding little pieces that I did enjoy. So I I knew that I loved helping people, you know, navigate things. So when I was working as a front desk receptionist, you know, I was helping people navigate to their appointments or navigate to their next appointment or navigate, you know, different different um, health plans or plans of care that they had. And so I knew that I enjoyed helping navigate people. Right. So then that was one step. Then when I started moving into project management, I realized, again, it's that same core principle. I like helping people navigate from point A to point B, like you said. Um, When it comes to career coaching, it's helping people navigate from one job to the next or one job to a business. And 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 my business and project management, helping them um, go from idea to launch, helping them go from, you know, making six figures to seven figures. But it's all that core principle of, taking each step and paying close attention. Um, sometimes, like you said, we can go, we can get so wrapped up in, you know, oh, I'm not making the job that I want or I'm not in the business that I want, but there's something in there that, that, that your faith or that God is trying to teach you and your relationships and your life and, and things that people say, oh, you're really good at that. Or wow, you're really passionate about that. Like pay attention to each step is what I would tell myself 10 years ago, because it's through each step is where you really discover your purpose. You know, your your purpose is not just a job. It's not just a business. It's not a title. It's really a core kind of principle that you live your life by and that you help people do. And it's like, you know, at the core, I help people navigate different seasons of life and, and, and transition, whether that's helping someone in, in a career or whether that's, you know, just being a listening ear to a friend, you know, but I I wouldn't have known that if I didn't pay attention to the small steps, if I didn't follow each step to see where it took me. And so don't be so quick to just kind of figure it all out or don't be so quick to just plan it all out. You know, you'll figure things out along the way if you take the time to kind of be still and pay attention to those small things. So I don't know if that answers the question, but (laughs) (laughs) yes. It it did. Thank you, um, Melanie. Thank you for this. And as you said that, I'm just thinking... That a lot of us, we want things quickly. We want to be in a rush. Mm-hmm. We do not want to go for the journey and embrace, you know, the struggle and see what is working or see what's not working. But sometimes we need to slow down. Slow down and ask yourself, 
what if I need to go through this right now to become who I'm meant to be later on? Because yeah. we, we look at others' life and we, we look at things that they're accomplishing and we're saying that, oh, we wish it was us. What if our journey is different? I want us to learn mm-hmm. to, to embrace and accept that each of us has have a different journey. We are different. We have a different path, a different purpose. We need to learn to understand that we need to be happy with who we are for us to actually grow. Because if you are constantly worried about the future and trying to get something else, you are not going to yeah. be able to recognize what your purpose is. And that is really hard for many people because they are so caught up with consuming what others are doing instead of identifying what they should be doing. So Melanie, I'm happy that you said that. And I want us to to spend some time. If you are listening, spend some time and just ask yourself, who am I? What do I enjoy doing? Who do I want to be five years from now? What would mm-hmm. make me happy? You know, what 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 yeah. vision do I have for my life? What does God want me to do? Can I can I start it now, knowing the fact that I do not I do not need to get the gratific instant gratification now, but the future results is there. And as long as we can be in that phase and in that space, we'll be happier. We'll be able to follow our purpose and eventually be able to help impact others. But if we are not doing that, then we are going to stay in a state of depression and worry and trying to figure things out for years. So I'm happy that you shared your story, Melanie, because we need more people to understand that you can be multi-passionate. You can try different things. You can see what works for you and you can use it. And if you want to do three, four things, um, do it. But know which ones are for business, which ones are for for a hobby. Sometimes you want to do everything as a business. Sometimes we can do things as a, as a hobby to help us and they can help us to figure out who we are as individuals. So yeah. we need to pay attention to these things. Now, I have another question, Melanie, before we leave. And I know you work um, in a nine-to-five and you you have your businesses. What would you say to somebody who is considering starting a business? What advice would you give them to start? Because a lot of people are scared. They're worrying about time. They're worrying about being able to actually make the money that they need to leave their, bus- to leave their job sorry, and go mm-hmm. into their business. What if they could do it, both of it, both of it for a time? without rushing what advice would you give to someone who like a side hustler for instance yeah great question um and just echo everything that you just said i love that (laughs) (laughs) but uh but but yeah so i would say when it comes to balancing uh, what i think you're asking is balancing a nine to five and a side hustle i would i would say time management is everything um but but and it is and I can talk a little bit about kind of how I manage my time balancing a corporate job in my business. But I also think it's important to understand that balance or a perfect balance won't always exist. You know, things aren't always 50 50 when you have a nine to five and a side hustle. Sometimes you're focusing more time on your side hustle. Sometimes you're focusing more time on your nine to five. And that's OK. I think it's just important to find the harmony. Right. So like. Sometimes, especially if you have a side hustle, you may be frustrated because you can't spend five hours a day on your business, right? But maybe, again, you put the proper systems, the proper processes in place, maybe you can get a lot of work done in two hours, right? Um, One thing that I personally do when it comes to managing my time and managing both my career and business is I wake up early and I make sure that before I start doing work for my company I do the work in my own business I do the work on myself so I have that time in the morning of spending time with myself and spending time with God and writing and like you said um, like, like you said Melinda everything doesn't have to be a business so like sometimes I just journal and it's not 
to share anything. It's not to post on social media. It's just for me. So I take that time first. And then after that, you know, I may spend an hour or two or maybe even three hours. It just depends on my business. And then I start my nine to five because I know once I get done with my nine to five, I don't have any energy left for the rest of the day, right? And so that could be an option. Maybe you're a night owl and maybe you start your day later. Maybe you, you know, I would just say when it comes to your time management, really understand where you have, at what point of the day you have the most energy. And when you have the most energy, what are some ways that you can intentionally dedicate some time, you know, to your business? You know, you may not be able to do what, be able to dedicate the same time that full-time entrepreneurs do, but you can dedicate some time, right? And so the time that you have, you want to make sure that you're maximizing it um, and that you're being super intentional with it. Um, And so the last thing that I would say when it comes to time management, as far as a nine to five and a side hustle Sometimes we can be really tempted, and I'm trying to make this very practical. Sometimes we can be really tempted to multitask, right? So we're on a call in our nine to five, and we're trying to post on social media, or we're trying to, um, you know, reach out to clients. And I really try to try to tell myself and my clients to resist the urge to, to multitask because sometimes that that saying that you're trying to you're trying to do a whole whole lot, and sometimes it's better if you just focus on the task at hand, right? So if you're in your nine to five, focus on that. Do what you need to do so that you can be more efficient and get it done more quickly so that you can move on to doing your work and your side hustle. But if you're trying to multitask and do the nine to five task plus your business at the same time, it's neither one of them are going to be done in excellence one. And then everything is going to take much longer because you're not taking the time to focus on one thing at a time. Um, and so time management is everything. Balance will not always be balance will not always be a thing. You know, there could be seasons where you're focusing on family stuff and you're focusing on relational stuff and you don't have a lot of time to focus on, you know, your career or business and that's okay. Well, again, what can you do with the time that you have, right? So release the pressure to feel like you have to be 100% every single day. Release the pressure of comparing yourself to people who do what you do full time. And just be very intentional with each time block that you have. Focus your time where you have the most energy um, and, and make sure that you take, even if it's just 30 minutes a day, that you take time doing what you love. So, um, yeah. Thank you for this, Melanie. Thank you. Time management is actually the most important thing you need. And time management always comes down to mind management. You have to discipline Mm. yourself. You have to get rid of the procrastination. You have to tell yourself, I need to get this done. Put it in and try. So that is really interesting. And I really hope you guys listen and just see how you can apply it to your life. It's going to be a bit difficult for for you in the beginning because change is, is hard, but it's not impossible. So guys, I really hope you took some notes whilst Melanie was explaining what she did to juggle her nine to five and her business as well as project management for your business the different career coaching tips and all what she shared today on the podcast and before we leave i want melanie to just tell us how can and we work with her how can people contact her how can she help so melanie tell us more about your services and where can they reach you where should they follow you Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So, so yeah, so my, again, my consultant agency is workredefineconsulting.com. Um, you can go there and check out my services. I offer individual coaching for, again, professionals and entrepreneurs who want to realign with work that they love. Um, I help professionals build, you know, purposeful and profitable careers. And I also help entrepreneurs launch and manage their businesses. 
Um, and then I also offer, like I said, the project management services where if you want to launch a business or you want to expand your business with different projects, you know, we'll create the strategy, we'll create the, the specific project plan, and I will actually do the work with you along the way until we get to launch. And so, yeah, workredefineconsulting.com. You can follow me on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Melanie Christina as well. Um, so, yeah, come say hey. I'm pretty friendly. Um, but, yes, I would love to hear from y'all. So, so reach out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Melanie. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. And we will definitely be talking again. I know we plan to do an Instagram live. It might be before or after this episode is aired, but I really enjoyed today's episode. Yes. And we need to, to help people understand that it is possible to juggle it both. Is. And if you want to stay in both, that's okay. If you want to leave, that's okay as well. So thank you yeah. so much, Melanie. Thank you for the opportunity. I can let me just tell y'all, Merlinda is great. Okay, she is kind, she is friendly, and I just know that the heart that you have for you know your audience and for your clients is so pure. And so I just cannot wait to see just the impact that you bring to women all over the world. So keep going, sis. Okay, I'm rooting for you, and I love this. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> bye, guys. All right, bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode. You can follow me on Instagram at Melinda Francois or at Livelihood Matters Podcast. You can also join me inside of my one-on-one coaching container or inside of my group program, Breaking Generational Poverty, where I teach you how to package your knowledge and skills into a sustainable online business. I'd love to hear from you. And guys, please share this episode with a friend and see you next time.